You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Hello and welcome to Talk Your Jits Podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a white belt who trains at Ralph Gracie Jiu-Jitsu located in Waco, Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, Bayorn Martark. Good morning. Good morning. Good yeah, good morning, afternoon, same. <laughs> How are you doing today? All right. That's good to hear. Good morning so far. Yeah, so far, man. You know, been up early, had another... uh interview today to do about 7 30 this morning so just been busy all morning good but uh yeah let's get it started man uh go ahead and uh you know formally introduce yourself again if you want and let's hear about your jujitsu journey awesome um so are you only interested in like the just the jiu-jitsu or martial arts in general whatever it's i mean it's all a okay. part of you so all right um well my name is beyond my dark and I think like pretty much everyone that has an interest in martial arts that didn't have a family doing it kind of, uh, I think kind of grew up to love it or want to do it because of, you know, film and TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I was first introduced it, uh, to martial arts in general. Um, my first love was actually kickboxing. Um, I used to want to, as a teen, I used to want to compete and, um, I just I was never really able to, mostly because the uh, family wasn't very supportive of it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's try to think. So, didn't really get to do much of anything until college. The only martial art that I really did for any length of period was a few months of um, Kuksul Wan in college. Okay. Uh, it turned out they had a club there so i did it for about a semester and a half before i got too busy and had to get out of that but i didn't really do anything consistent for a long period of time until after college um i kind of still had interest in it and had a friend that had interest we would talk about it uh, martial arts in general and he's the one that kind of introduced me to this concept of like hard versus soft styles of martial art. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not a term I've heard anybody else really use because, you know, um, what he called the hard martial arts were whenever you do something like a joint manipulation or something, you'd be followed by a, a strike versus a soft style, which is um, you do a, some kind of technique and it's followed by a break or a submission basically mm-hmm. and so i was really interested in this kind of submission style and that's when i started looking into and trying different schools in amarillo where i lived at the time ended up going with extreme uh, extreme martial arts it, it was actually it's it a really good school and it was at the time it was within walking distance of my house so it looked out perfect i was there for about a year and a half i think mm-hmm and back then, I think the belt systems were quite a bit different than they are today. This was like 13 years ago. I don't know like when that changed, but um, when I was there, their belt system was more like the uh, the kids' belt system with the IBJJF. Mm-hmm. And I, I got up to like a high yellow belt while I was there. It was a yellow and black. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, you know... Uh, had to move away and got married, had a kid, um, kind of had to stop training for a while. So I am just now getting back into jiu-jitsu again uh, about um, eight months ago, I think. Okay. So um, so this the, the, the Ralph Gracie, that's where you've been learning predominantly your jiu-jitsu, correct? Correct. So how was how has that been so far? So they, I know I know it's like kind of early and fresh into your career, but uh, your jujitsu career. But how how has that been so far? So far, I've really enjoyed it. Um, it's trying to figure out how to how to put it in words. It's it's a great community. I love I love the martial arts community in general. General, 
and I really love the um, the jiu-jitsu community. They're more the biggest group of friendly individuals that you will ever meet. I totally, I totally agree. So, um, so do you, I guess, so I know you said you, you had the idea of competing. Have you ever competed while doing jujitsu? I have. It's, it's something that I kind of use as a short term motivation to just keep training, keep showing up to classes and stuff. Mm -hmm. I I did one Naga event back in October. Mm -hmm. And then I was supposed to be at the IBJJF. The, the local international open back at the beginning of December, but I had uh, had a little accident with a knife. Oh no! I had to withdraw from the competition. Oh, that that sucks. Um, I, I just got back into the training again after after the incident this past week. Mm -hmm. So, what's been? Um... I guess for you, what's been the most difficult part about jujitsu? I think it's what most people, I think, have is just being able to make that time commitment and keep showing up. The consistency is very difficult, especially in I think the modern era. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we we enjoy doing it, and but unless our you know, line of work um, keeps us showing up. It's kind of difficult because family, life, work, and stuff tends to get in the way. Um, so I think it's kind of difficult to to keep that as a as a top priority sometimes. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, like luckily, I have <clears throat> I have a kid, so uh, it's good motive. It's good motivation to keep showing up because I want him to do it. Yeah. And so it helps. It helps with that consistency when you when you want your your kid to grow up doing martial arts. Yeah, and it becomes more important. It it definitely does. You know, change your aspect when it comes to that. Um, because yeah, growing up for myself. Um, no, that it really. I had like maybe one, one or two family members. Like you know, um distant relatives that do, that did martial arts and right now i'm still currently like the only one that does it um nope my cousin he still i think he still trains i'm not sure if he still teaches but he does different forms of martial arts that i know for sure but yeah it's it's really hard to um kind of stay motivated when like yeah it's like you're the only one around you is doing any form of martial art or anything really in general like if you're doing it by yourself it's kind of hard because you don't have that like you're not um you know technically not cool with your you know teammates just yet so you just kind of have like you're just kind of like out in the world by yourself for for a while so it, yeah it can get difficult to stay motivated to uh to do a martial art for sure by yourself but um yeah it's just it's you just got to really be consistent. Um, consistency, like you said, is a, is a major is a major thing. I'm sorry. Uh, I find for me, like it really helps to have the short term motivations and a long term motivation to kind of help. Like for me, the the short term motivations is uh, is competing. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that uh, that one tournament, and I plan on doing many more. Just every few months, it's. So far, you only, yeah, something. so so far you only did the one. Correct. Gotcha. Same here. I only did one since I've been training. I've I've done one tournament for uh tap uh tap cancer out back okay. you know last year, and I plan on doing uh they have grappling industries next month, which I'm signed up for. Yeah. Um, then they have Naga. Uh, Naga in. I want to say March. Yeah, like March. So I'm registered for, but I'm not like you know signed up. I'm not fully like signed up, committed to it yet. Um, kind of, kind of debating if I want to see how um this first one goes. Uh, this year. I mean next year, and then you know just kind of go from there. But I think I might just do it anyway. All right. 
it doesn't usually hurt, you know? Right. Yeah, because it's, you know, I, I look at jujitsu as like, you know, either you win or you learn. It's not necessarily like, you know, if I if I lose, it's the end all be all because I know I'm just going to get back up and go back to training the next day and, you know, prepare for the what's what's next for me. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much similar. I think the only time you really lose is if you don't take anything away from it, you don't learn from it or um, you don't grow from the experience. Yeah, definitely. No, no egos are are ever good when it comes to jujitsu. If you ask me. Yeah, I, I remember my old instructor. He didn't like us using that term "win or lose." For, for me, it's just prescriptive. You know, if you if you lose the drill, it's just a fact of life. You know, I don't really. Didn't really see it as an ego thing. Didn't hurt my feelings to to lose on the drills or to even lose a competition. It's just maybe it's just a, my weird personality quirk where I I want to do well, but I also understand that I'm not going to win all the time. That as much as it would be cool to be like a world class champion and stuff, mm-hmm. probably not ever going to be. So I just kind of want to enjoy the enjoy the journey, enjoy the the trials and the tribulations. Yeah, I think the I think that's one of the 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 best parts about uh, jujitsu. If you ask me, is that like learning? You no, know, it's like you. There's never a moment where you don't learn something either about yourself or about the sport or whatever the case may be. But yeah, I. I'm like that too. Like if I if I go out there, I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna you know give it give it my all. And if I if I win the tournament, I win it. If I don't, then I I made some hell of a friends, and I'm gonna just keep moving. That's the best. That's the best mindset that I could I can think of having. Um, when it comes to comes to training, comes to competing, and just overall and you know jujitsu in general is just you know. Don't take any. Don't take you know losses or taps seri- uh You know, serious. You know, if it happens, you you learn from it. You keep going. You slap bumping. You just do it again. Yeah. So, um, is your your school is it, is it a, a big competition school or? It's kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. I'd say about half or a little more than half are just kind of there for the the self defense aspect. But we also have quite a few, especially in the advanced classes, that are really interested in competing. Gotcha. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that he doesn't really encourage it or discourage it anyway. The coach, mm-hmm. but he's definitely very supportive if you want to compete. I think he has a philosophy of it. It helps you see where you are yeah. when you're competing. You're competing with people with different different styles from different schools, and so it's a really good way to get out of your comfort zone and uh, to go up against people who have different training and different styles. Yeah, yeah, because you know that's kind of one of the you know one of the ways that I feel like you can really test your merit when it comes to jujitsu is going to you know competitions or if you go to um open mats at different schools not necessarily like to roll to like you know to finish but really sit down and you know see someone else's uh outlook on jujitsu versus what you have at your school because you know you yeah you really don't know unless you you know you go out there and put it to the test right so yeah i i that's you know i look at that i look at that when um when i competed like you know this person don't know my game. I don't know his game. Um, only thing that we ha- only thing that we know for a fact that we both do jujitsu, and that's right. about far as it goes. Unless you know, unless it's like a big stage where your name is out there. But other than that, yeah, it's it's pretty much just up in the air, really. So, um, how often do you uh how often do you get a chance? Uh, excuse me. How often do you get to train? Um, let's see. Usually three to four days a week. Oh, that's not bad. That's not at all. 
That's not bad. I, I, I tend to prefer uh, Nogi over Gi. Mm-hmm. And they offer it two days a week there. So I, I make those two days. And then uh, definitely the open mat session on the weekend. And then usually one or two days during the week that I'm in town. And so I decide that I'm just going to stick around and go to class. Okay, is there any particular reason why you prefer Gi over no Gi? Just curious. Uh, for me, I, I really... I guess I'm not sure, I don't want to come off as disrespectful. Like I really respect people who are into who like the tr- traditional aspects and stuff, and I totally understand the appeal. But I tend to be very pragmatic when it comes to stuff. Uh huh. And in the modern day, like clothes are there's such a variation in the stretchiness of clothes and the strength of clothes that. I don't feel like it's really that effective to be tr- going for like collar chokes and throws where you're using the person's jacket or shirt to try to throw them because you don't know how strong that shirt actually is, how stretchy it is. You could grab someone's t-shirt and you think that it's a good quality, but then it just rips. And mm-hmm. you're stuck in a you're stuck in a bad position. There's some throws, you know, that if you lose that grip, then it's very easy for them to take your back, and so you just end up in a in a bad position. And I'm I really don't want to get into the habit of trying to do that. Try to work with someone's clothing against them, not knowing the the quality that that the clothes that that person's wearing. If that, if that makes sense. No, yeah, of course. So of course. My my big main long-term motivational goal is kind of uh, self-defense and to have this knowledge that I can pass on to to my son. You know that uh, you know back in back in the day martial arts were within the family, you know, and fathers trained their or parents trained their children and the children trained the grandchildren and and so on and so forth and Kind of my long-term motivation. Like, I want to bring that back. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I want to. I do practice with him on the days that I'm home and I don't go to class. I'll still roll with my son a little bit. We'll still get some practice in. And uh, and how how and how old is your son? He's nine years old. Oh okay. So y'all y'all don't have a kids class? Uh, they do. I take him at least twice a week. Okay. And like I said, it's it's not all that far. It's like five or I would say five to ten miles to the school. Mm-hmm. But like I don't, I don't want to drive that every day if I don't have to. So we usually just try to do three or four days a week, and the other days of the week we we do stuff at home. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, it's also good. It's a really good bonding experience. I don't know if you do that with your kids or not. I do. Uh, my daughter, she is seven now, and she started training jujitsu. So, um, we don't get as much time at home to do it because I'm, you know, I'm always, I'm, I've been really, really busy these last couple months with the, uh, with you know, training from uh, training myself. Like, um, yeah, so it was like, my I had my brown belt test in October. I started this podcast in November, and I've been doing it since then. So it's just been like really, really hectic. Like we you know we go to classes two days a week and whatnot but like at home we really don't get much time but that is subject to change very very soon and um because right now i think she just she does it because she wants to like she wants to be around me more she do enjoy learning it but um i really want to see where her head's at and you know see if this is something that she really wants to do is it just something that she's doing because i'm doing it so it's a it's a lot it's a lot to kind of like process right now so i'm just trying to like find time to be able to sit down and really do so to see where uh see where to take it for it right so um i don't know if you have any questions for me i'm trying to uh think uh trying to think of anything else i can ask it's definitely like have you like when did you start did you start did you start her at home or did you just started with the classes um she started it 
kind of a little bit of both. Um, when she was when she was a little bit younger, we did we used to have kids class a couple years back, but um, I think like with COVID and everything, uh, we stopped. But there would have been days there would there would be days where she'll come to class with me, and I'll just kind of like mess around with her, um, teaching her like the basic movements and stuff like that. But until like recently, when we brought back class and she actually officially joined, um, you know, we've been going over our principles and rules, which is you know, which is really important. Uh, you know, snakes and movements on the ground, terminology and stuff like that. So I kind of like quiz her on a daily basis when we're just like at at home. I'll call her mm-hmm. randomly, ask her a question like, "Oh, what's our four rules from top, or what's our four rules from bottom? What's your snakes? What's this and what's that?" And she's pretty on it. She gets annoyed because I ask her so much, but <laughs> she started to like. I guess she started to understand like why I ask her so much because when she goes to class, and you know, my 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 instructor will like you know ask like, "Hey, you know, show what's the rule from top." And she'll, you know, she'll be like, "Ooh, I know that," and she'll, you know, start rambling them off, and you know, you know, she's like, "Oh, good, good job." And so her face lights up when she, you know, when she hears stuff like that. So she's, I guess she's, she's starting to get it a little bit. That's good. Uh, so with my kid, we we started off in Taekwondo, mm-hmm. and it, it was a very traditional school. And again, like no disrespect to the people who do the traditional stuff, but I really don't think that those kind of traditional martial arts are good for kids. Like they just, it's kind of a chore for them to stand in one place and to, to have to, to do that and learn some of these things. Whereas jiu-jitsu, it's very much hand-on. I think it really mimics the kind of like rough and tumble kids that, sorry, the rough and tumble play that kids like to do just, mm-hmm. just on their own. Um, he was, it, it was a, it was a good school, so I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I don't want to bash it. Uh, we we enjoyed our time there. He made a lot of improvements in his his self control and his ability to stand in one place mm-hmm. for a long period of time. But when I think back on it, I just think that's we probably would have been much better off if we had just gone straight to jujitsu instead. Right. I mean, you know, it's a it's a process. You know, it's. I've I've fumbled around different martial arts before I, you know, settled on jujitsu and, you know, just just kind of piggyback off what you're saying, you know, you want to be able to build like a I guess you want to say like a family legacy, you know, train your train your son, he'll eventually train your future grandkids and so on and so forth. And I'm that same way. Like I have um I have two daughters, uh one's seven and the other's two at this time. Um so once my two-year-old gets old enough, she, you know, eventually I would like for her to be in our, you know, my jiu-jitsu classes, in, uh, classes as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my wife trains as well. So it's, I'm, I'm trying. I'm definitely trying to, you know, like you said, get that family into it. I wish I could do it like the Gracies, but that's a little too much, a little too late for me. But, right. you know, I, I, do what I, I do what I can. I do what I can. Speaking of which, have you ever done the Gracie games with your kids? No, I haven't. I've I haven't heard of that. Yeah, that's something we 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 did like uh, in Gracie University, but that's kind of how we started getting back in into the jiu-jitsu. Is that during COVID, our Taekwondo uh, dojo stopped their in-person classes. Mm-hmm. They kind of had to, and they switched to online, uh, like the Zoom calls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that just really made things worse because he he really did not like that at all no yeah. so, I started, so i started looking into alternatives for doing uh, online classes because all of the schools were shut down by by basically state order yeah and so we came across the greasy university and i i try to think you buy basically bundles of classes and there are videos uh-huh. And one of those was the, the Gracie games, and they're just a list of different games you can play with your kids, especially the little ones, that help them build kind of a just dexterity and fundamentals, basically their foundation uh, mm. for being able to do the more complicated stuff later. later. Hmm. And so we definitely recommend, especially if you have little kids, checking that out, because it's, it's really fun games and stuff 
you can play with them. It's trying to remember any names of them. Like my son really loves a game called Crazy Horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically how to hold on the the back mount when someone is trying to stand up or rolling around. And so you basically are just doing that with your kid. You're rolling around. They're holding on to you, trying to stay on. You know, so I teaches, teaches them to get their hooks in, to get their arm around, and to 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 grip, and hold on. You know, I think one of my training partners. I'm gonna have to ask him, but he his um he got his son into training, and I know before we started kids class, he was um I think he was doing the same thing. Now that I think about it. Cause that name Crazy Horse does sound familiar. Yeah, I think that I think that's that's what that was. But no, I'm have to I'm have to definitely look into that. Yeah, I recommend it to every one of the small kids who's interested in it. Right. Basically, they I think they recommend that you can get your kids and just start doing that stuff as soon as they're able to actually kind of walk. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's, it's, it gives you a way to play with your kids, but they're also learning something. So, as for kids, that's the best way to learn something is through games, through play. Oh yeah. So, um, cause like yeah, when uh, my daughter was, I think she was like three or four. Um, I was going over some like st- uh, striking combinations, and she saw me, and um, no, 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 back up a little bit. Uh, we had a a women's self defense course uh, a few years ago. And my daughter, you know, I had my daughter there. She was, yeah, she was about three at the, yeah, about three at the time, two, three or four, give or take. And, you know, she saw everybody punching, you know, punching the punching bags and everything. So she came over and asked for my gloves. I gave it to her and she was like, you know, punching the punching bag. And it's like, okay, well, you know, she has the basics down. So um, every now and then um, I definitely got to start get back into that. Um, but yeah, we would just go over different little different little uh striking drills uh just to kind of give her something to do besides sitting behind a, um her her t- or her tv or her phone or her tablet um all day i'm like you know no just kind of have to keep your mind fresh and keep it keep it young as possible but yeah we're definitely going to have to get back into doing that uh once the year starts because i'll have more time but right. um yeah i highly recommend anyone who has kids to get them into something you know I mean, I like the idea of, you know, because everyone starts with karate. Every everybody starts with karate and it just takes that one time for a kid to get kicked in the face and all that money goes down the drain. Right. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. I have a friend who kid went through like maybe like three or four different martial arts. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they want to do kickboxing. They want to do karate. They want to do this. They want to do that. And every every now and then, I get the, I see that status update. It's like, up, oh, they moving on to something else. And I'm like, oh, let's try jujitsu. Like, you know, bring them to class. Let them try it out. It's not, you know, it's not as rigorous. It, it can be, but it's not as rigorous as you know, uh, karate or kickboxing because you're not necessarily striking. But there's a lot of movement, a lot of rolling on the ground, a lot of this, a lot of terminology, a lot of, you know, lessons and, and whatnot. But I de- highly feel like they could definitely benefit from that. So I've been kind of like poking at that bear for a minute. So hopefully one day they'll bring their uh, bring their child in and so they could definitely see the benefits of them training. <clears throat> so. Yeah, I definitely agree. That's kind of one of our rules is that he has to, you know, he has to be doing some kind of martial art. And I'm trying to get him to try out different sports just to see if there's something that he likes. That way, just to kind of stay physically active. Because mm-hmm. if, you, if you enjoy it, you're much more likely to actually get out there and, and do this stuff. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, and it's uh it's funny that um one of the uh these young gentlemen I had the pleasure of talking to uh his name is Bryce. I did an interview with him maybe like a few weeks ago. And um when I was starting this starting this podcast, uh you know, I just put on all of the different groups as you saw like, you know, hey, I'm looking for guests to be on my uh jiu-jitsu podcast. 
his uh his dad reached out to me and was like you know hey my son bryce he trains he you know he he's he competes and everything else i would love for you to you know it would be honored for him to be on the uh on your show so i was like yeah sure talk to him you know very very good kid very very knowledgeable for his age and and then that's when he revealed like yeah my dad started training and i was like oh isn't that something i was like i, ta- I was like i talked to your dad he didn't even tell me he's like oh yeah he's kind of like you know shy about it because it's just something that you know he feels like if if i'm doing it with them that's something that we can connect more on which i totally totally stand behind and you know that's what I feel like, you know, your kid's supposed to do, you know, you're supposed to push you and motivate you to want to be better and whatnot, because, you know, especially at that age where they can comprehend everything, they definitely watching everything that you do. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to my daughter, you know, I'm that same way. Like, you know, I want to, I'm pushing myself to be better for her. Um, I, I've, I took her to my first tournament for that specific reason. Cause you know, obviously I'm, she looked at, she looks at me as her hero and I wanted her to see me at a vulnerable state. Cause I, you know, I did, I lost, I lost both match, you know, lost both matches and you know, she was looking like, you know, daddy, are you, you know, what happened? I was like, Oh, well, you know, daddy lost. And she's like, Oh no, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, I'm, I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm good. And, you know, kind of gave her that, that life lesson. Like, you know, you don't win everything every time you know, it, it happens. You win some, you lose some. It is what it is. You can't, you know, you can't let that defeat you. You can't let that, you know, bother you as much. It's going to hurt because, you know, you, you, you try something and it didn't, didn't go your way. So it's going to, you're going to have that sucky feeling as I explained to her. But after a while, it just kind of, it, it is what it is. Yeah. You, you kind of get used to it after a while. Yeah. Like every, everybody wants to win, but you know, when it's one versus one, you know, half the people or half people are going to lose. Right. Yeah. So it's bound to happen. Someone has to, t- someone has to win. Someone has to lose. Yeah. And, and you definitely don't want your, your kids or yourself to have your entire self-worth tied into the winning. Mm-hmm. It's more like always congratulate him just for trying, you know, you do your best to still be proud of you doesn't matter if you win or lose yeah definitely and like as long as you're, i'm sorry as long as you're getting, yeah as long as you're getting better as long as you're trying that's what that's the important part mm-hmm. and um like a few weeks ago um she was rolling with an uh with another kid and you know you know she was you know excuse my french but she was whooping his ass you know mm-hmm. you know she kept control she was you know just it was just like almost like she's been doing it for a long time and she was like you know she'll you know she got the takedown she was you know making sure that you know she was following her rules and i was like you know hey make sure you follow your rules and she was sitting there like oh you know i was like where your knees at so she was you know fix her knees where your elbows at you know she'll fix that and she'll you know switch to this and switch to that and just kind of like ride the move uh ride the wave and she would do phenomenal but you know if she get Honestly, when she obviously when she gets on bottom, she panics because it's nothing she's used to. So she would like struggle and grunt and yada yada yada. And then you know if it doesn't work out, she's like she just break down, start crying because she's like I couldn't get him off me. I was stuck and blah blah blah. But you know those are those moments where I'm like, hey, it happens. You know it's not going to go your way every single time. You know you you did good. You know I you know I I even showed her the video. I you know I recorded it. I was like, look, you did a phenomenal job you know there's nothing to be upset about there's nothing to be disappointed in yourself about you did a phenomenal job and i'm proud of you she's like but daddy i couldn't get him off me and i'm like i point at the biggest guy in the room like you see that guy over there half the time i can't get him off me but i'm still i'm still here doing it and that's what and that's what you have to do you have to just keep at it you're going to get better to the point where you they're not going to be able to keep you down you be able to get up you be able to kick their butt you be able to keep it moving right and so she's like oh okay okay i'm like yeah just just got to keep just got to keep at it just keep at it that's uh, kind of one of the things about yeah the self-defense sport act sport aspect of this is that you can do um what are the words i'm looking for 
you can basically compete. You can beat someone who's who's much larger than you by using technique. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah. I'm not sure where I, was, I don't remember exactly where I was going with that. Kind of lost my train of thought for a second. Oh no, it's it's fine. But yeah, it's um. Yeah, you know, proper technique obviously is a, is is more important than strength and size, um, which is one thing that I'm I I still struggle with, but I'm still learning. You know, because you, you never stop learning in jujitsu. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'll have those moments where it's like, man, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't get this big guy off me. I'm always stuck in this position. Yada yada yada. But it's like, you know what, man? Just just gotta just gotta keep keep driving forward. Just keep just keep trying and keep putting forth that effort to uh get better and yeah like you know like we were saying earlier now that I, my daughter is, is be she majority of the time sitting right there watching me i can't help but push myself to be so much better than what i what i'm already am right so yeah. yes sir i have a i have a tendency to have a more of a problem with the smaller guys really and uh, i try to roll with them as much as i can because like i don't I try to use technique more than strength mm-hmm. as much as possible. I try to, when I'm rolling with someone and it's not in a tournament, I try to max, the, ma- try to match them with the strength that they're using. And I really like rolling with the smaller guys because I'm on the bigger side. And so one of my biggest weakness is speed. I'm not very fast. And so rolling with those smaller guys really pushes me to be faster. Yeah. Now so, that's a good that's a good concept to have, but um one thing I would suggest is not necessarily being faster than them, but slowing them down. It should be more mm-hmm. important. Because if you try to match speed for speed with a small guy, you're just gonna burn yourself out. Yeah. Like I've I've tried that. Like we have a couple young spunky guys in our class that's just, you know, they like to try to jump guard. They try to, you know, spin and twist and jump and flip. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm not doing all that with you. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not about to sit here and chase you across his mats. Like, nope. If you break, if you, you know, if you're in my guard and you're trying to break out and you jump out of my guard, I'm just gonna sit there. I'm like, nope. I'm not chasing you. I am not chasing you. I'm just gonna sit here. And you're gonna come back, or we're just gonna be at a stalemate. So, yeah, just gotta learn how to slow your opposition down. Right. It's it's not, I wouldn't say so much that I'm chasing them around and stuff like that, but just trying to react, mm-hmm. trying to shift your, shift your body fast enough to get into a position to block them, mm-hmm. to stop, stop them from passing, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. I'm not necessarily, I'm not necessarily trying to follow them around and keep up with them. I'm just, uh, trying to be fast enough to be defensive enough and be fast enough to put myself in that position before they move to the next one. Oh yeah. But that yeah, that that stuff come, you know, it comes with time. It's, it does sound like you have a good grasp of the concept for it. But yeah, that that all stuff comes with time, man. Yeah. But you know, you're training 2-3 days, you know, 4 days out of the week, man, but you're you're definitely <laughs> you're definitely headed in the right direction, I tell you that much. It's definitely. I mean, definitely got to be consistent and you got to keep up the effort. I mean, the person that goes once a week is better than the person that goes four times in one week and then doesn't go back for a month. Yeah, that's true. So, that is definitely true. Like, you know, being, being cons- like you, like you said before, being consistent is, you know, the main, the main thing behind it. Um, you know, when I have these conversations with these uh, underbelts and they're like, you know, man, I, I don't I don't feel like I'm I'm getting any better, man. I keep, you know, falling for these same same uh, setups and whatnot. And I keep falling for this and keep falling for that, man. What do I need to do? Well, you got to be consistent. You got You got to be consistent. That's the best way that I can explain it to anybody. You got to be consistent. You can't come to class one week. You know, you do two days this week and then you don't show up for two months and then you come back and be like, oh, man, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like, yeah, you have to you have to show up. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu is what you know, you get what you put, you know, you get out what you put in. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, 
whoever's listening to this uh and you know the people that i've told you know personally they don't know they heed those words because it's it shows like the mat doesn't lie the mats doesn't lie at all. Like if you don't put your, you, if you don't give it your all, it's going to show. If you give it your all, it's definitely going to show. But right. it's just like I say, it's just a concept that uh, I try to teach anybody who wants to learn anything, really anything, not just you know, not just a martial art, but just in life in general. Like you know, it's what you put out of it. If you don't, if you just sit here and twiddle your thumbs, wondering why you're never going to get good, you're never going to get good. But if you take that right. step and actually put forth a, just the smallest amount of effort into something and be consistent about it, you have no choice but to get better. So, but yeah, man, um, unless you, I mean, if you have any other questions for me, man, um, by all means, fire away. Uh, I would definitely let you, you know, love for you to shout out your school. Um, if you have any other uh, competitions coming up or any events coming up at your school, by all means, man, the floor is all yours. All right. Um, well, I've been looking. I definitely want to do more next year. But from my injury, I'm not sure exactly when I'm going to be able to get back into the full training. And I kind of want it to be at least about eight weeks of training before a competition. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have a list of all of the local competitions that are coming up, but I haven't really decided on one yet. Yeah. I'm really interested in grappling industries. They come around here fairly often mm-hmm. and AGF but I haven't been to any of those before so I really don't know anything about them gotcha yeah I know grab, but, like I said grappling industries coming here in January and they just announced they'll be back and they'll be back in October so I'm like oh well okay well I guess I'll sign up for that one too so mm-hmm. definitely I'm you know definitely in that same boat man I, I want to do um, as many tournaments as I possibly can next year uh, with you know funds with the funds uh, allow it but that's you know that's that's uh, a little further down the line but uh yeah one of my goals is to to do at least i say what three yeah three tournaments this year oh i'm sorry not this year but next year uh right. so i'm already you know 33 percent of the way there because i'm doing one uh next i guess you want to say in like ooh about a few weeks from now now that i think about it is you know it's the middle of december you know, next week would be Christmas, and then right after that would be grappling industry. Grappling industry, so it's definitely time mm-hmm. to kick it up and uh, really put the work in. Yeah, yeah. Like they say it, it takes about eight weeks for you to peak when you start exercising or you start a new program. Mm-hmm. So definitely, you know, within eight weeks is probably when you need to start hitting it hard. Yeah. I've been I've been definitely I've been definitely pushing it, man. Um, I've been going to I've been training three three to four days a week. Um, I've been going to the gym at least about three three days out of the week. Um, try to do stuff at home too. And um, so I've been really like I said, really been putting for putting in that, that grind, man. It's it's just something about it that just been just been harking at me to get this get this get this weight down for one and really really focus and prepare for a tournament uh like i've i've never done before cool. um, do you have any uh, what's the word specific exercises or routines that you you do to get ready um honestly right now um uh, my it's the funny thing about this uh, about this year is, um, well, I keep saying this year, but you know, I meant twenty twenty three. Um, me and my one of my training partners, um, we are like the two highest rank uh, guys at the gym, and uh, eventually uh, we'll be kind of like taking on more responsibilities at the school. Um, and he 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 loves to teach. He wants to be a coach, and I'm like, well, I want to compete, and I need an instru- and I need a coach. So, you know, he's going to be my full-time coach going forward. Um, it was kind of like one of those agreements that we had that we really didn't talk about. We just kind of been like, hey, I'm, I'm competing this year. You coaching? He's like, all right. So it just kind of happened. But, but yeah, he's going to be my coach uh, going forward. And, I, you know, I, I hang on. Besides my instructor, I hang on, you know, his every word when it comes to jujitsu because, 
you know, he's very, very knowledgeable. Um, he definitely, definitely knows a ton, ton, tons more about jujitsu than I do. Um, he's like leaps and bounds beyond me in knowledge. So I hang on to his every word when it comes to jujitsu. And he's like, hey, uh, what, what are we focusing on? I'm like, hell, you tell me. <laughs> so like, you tell me what I need to focus on. You say, hey, we need to focus on take down the fence. That's where we're working, uh, you know. But uh, as a strategy or a plan, just, you know, right now, just really training, um, being consistent in the gym on, um, and being consistent with myself on and off the mats. And once we do this tournament um, in January, I'm just going to take that, take whatever happened there. And just build off of that. And just keep it going. Cool. So very interested to see uh, what jujitsu is going to have in store for me uh, this year. Well, I keep saying this year, but next year. Next year. Yeah. Well, it's almost, it's almost there. Yeah, it's almost there. So you know, but you know what I mean. Yeah. But kind of that same subject. Like one of the things that really helped me is that when I started trying out the different schools, I realized that that my um, anaerobic capacity was was pretty low i was getting winded pretty pretty quickly mm -hmm. during the uh during the rolling mm -hmm. and so i started doing interval training on the treadmill mm -hmm. and that helped a lot nice um, I, I i try to do some stuff like that in the gym but like the actual gym i really don't have like a i guess you want to say a tailored workout for jujitsu which i really think i need to find one but yeah, we'll we'll yeah, cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah, I think it really depends on what you feel your your deficit in. Mm-hmm. I guess if you don't have a if you if you roll pretty often and you do the full however however long your matches are going to be four four minutes five minutes. Uh, it's five minutes. So we've been working at doing five minute matches, five minute rolls. Right. I mean, so if you do that already, you probably don't really need to worry about it that much. If you don't feel like during the end of the five minutes giving full effort that you're winded or you're out, then you probably don't need it. But that's something that helped me when I first started was, I, you know, I was having trouble keeping up that consistent and full effort for the, the entire four minutes. Because yeah. I think that all the competitions are the only competition I've done. I think my, my time was four minutes. My match is four minutes, so. Gotcha. But yeah, I think I think for Grappler Industries for Brown is five minutes. So yeah, from here on out, um, that's all I'm just that's all I'm going to be doing is just drilling and repping and uh, rolling for the you know for that time period. Um, just just trying to just go to the max, balls to the wall for the five minutes, and then you know just take a little break and then just get back at it. That's what we've been doing uh, so far. And it's, you know, I, I feel that it's, you know, it's definitely improving. Um, had a little setback because I got, I caught a cold over the weekend. I mean, like this last week. Um, so recovering from that. And it was like, uh, this could have, this couldn't, this couldn't have happened at a wor uh, worse time, man. When I was like three weeks heavy going, you know, just going consistent in the gym. And then boom, I guess I get sick. And it's like, oh, God. But yeah, I I'm think getting, you're also more. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're more likely. You're more likely to get sick when you're losing weight. If you're at a calorie deficit. Hmm. So that's pretty. It's pretty. Um. Pretty common. Uh, when you're losing weight, to get sick more often. Ah, did not know that. Yeah. I just. Uh, my ex-wife had uh, bariatric surgery. Uh huh. And it's really, really noticeable when that happens because. If you're at a calorie deficit, your body just kind of starts shutting down it's the systems it doesn't need because it thinks you're starving to death. Uh-huh. And so the immune system is one of the things that kind of starts getting weak first. Hmm. All right, I'm going to yeah. I'm have to take that in consideration because I, I literally did not, did not know that because this has been the first time I've gotten sick like been this sick in a while so but oh uh, yeah man i i appreciate that little tidbit man because i i literally did not know yeah but um it's, uh, it kind of happened kind of happened to me when i first started losing weight i was uh when it, it was kind of one of the motivation factors for me to get back into jiu-jitsu like uh 13 years ago or something like that mm -hmm. 
um, as I was two sixty five. Yeah, I started um, around that around that size two forty. Yeah. I think like two two fifty two fifty five. Mm-hmm. I think it was. But now I'm down to two nine two nineteen. Last time I checked, so it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm trying. It's kind of a man. <laughs> it's kind of a weird story because like I think I'd bought like a a Wii Fit and I was messing with it, got on it, and it was like two sixty five. Like no, that's just, that's no way. That's no way. This is right. So I went out and bought a a um a scale. Mm-hmm. And weighed myself on it. It's like, yep, that's right. I'm two sixty five, and it still didn't really hit me how big that was until I saw a, a picture of myself on the news. Yeah, and I realized, wow, I am the biggest person in that group. <laughs> yeah, it's uh funny. Um, one of my training partners, he's a, a mixed martial artist, uh, and one of the, the the um memories popped up when I when I when I cornered him cornered him in his fight and I think this is last year. Yeah, this had to be last year. And I'm looking at um the pictures and the video of of me and I'm like, oh my God, dude, I was big as a fucking house. <laughs> like it was like you said, you really don't know how big you've you how big you are or how big you've gotten until you start looking at pictures and videos and stuff of yourself a year or a few months or a few months from you know from the day and it's like oh my god dude like how did i let myself get this way right but yeah it you know it happens this life it is what it is you know but uh yeah that's the uh end of today's episode i would like to thank my guest bayorn one more time for coming on and sharing his experiences with us hope you guys took something from took something away from our from our tales and experiences uh please go and follow our facebook and instagram pages to stay up to date on all future episodes this has been talk your jits podcast keep rolling keep grinding and remember long live jujitsu have a great day